Danger hour, 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 Today. Why, it's Christmas Day! It's the most wonderful yeah. time of the year. Hello, everybody! And everyone telling you be a good cheer. It's the most beautiful time of the year. I mean, for me, be. All right, that's enough of that. Hey, everybody, it's that time again. It's that time. Merry Christmas. This is the super fun, happy Christmas miracle show. Look at that. Look at that. James, Merry Christmas. Oh, don't start with me already. Why don't you sit over there in the corner and shut your goddamn mouth for a minute, will you? But I, but I'm just filled with the Christmas spirit. Yeah, you're filled with something, or should I say, someone? <laughs> James, that's not nice. All right, I'm sorry. I apologize. I didn't mean to say that you got stuffed like a Christmas stocking. Hey, oh, and he keeps coming with them. James, that's so not. All right, I'll get you something extra shiny this year, huh? Oh, thank you, James. Okay, pipe down. Everybody, this is the Christmas show. I am back, and I'm, I'm here for you, all right? You're all pal Jamesy Poo, Jimmy D, James Danger. That's right. This is a, a miracle show. It's a Christmas miracle, James. <laughs> That's right. Um, I'm going to come back for uh, one more show for the, re- for the end of this year. And if uh, all according, hold on, whoa, I can do it. If all goes according to plan, I will be joined with none other than Lido, the boy wonder sidekick himself, back after a long vacation. And uh, the one and only fan favorite, Super Dick. Super Dick, Dick, Dick. And uh, also, whoa, whoa, creator. And host, <coughs> hold on, <coughs> and host of the Netfiles podcast, Eric Peterson. Peterson, son, son. That's right. Little, a bit of cross promotions. <laughs> you know what? I, I mention his show once in a while, and I always fucking forget to include how you get a hold of that thing. <laughs> I believe it's uh, uh, netfiles.com or on iTunes. That's right. That's right. So uh, hopefully those guys all uh, all are still in it to win it. And we can all meet up and have an, uh, a spectacular year in review show. And uh, do a lot of nerd stuff. Nerd slash year in review show. Wow. Excitement. Excitement. Let me play you a little bit more of Christmas music, everybody. So this is Christmas. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
You're either closing your eyes and putting in nodding your head up and down to the sweet sounds of Mr. John Lennon, or you're going, No, that's not a good Christmas song. I don't like it. <laughs> but I do, because John Lennon is a badass. Was a badass. Ah, fuck it, he still is. Badass motherfucker. Sing it to us, Johnny. Come on, Johnny. Look at that. Look at that. Without any fear, everybody. Except for the drones. They're coming. All right. I'm sorry. I don't know what got into me. I was, uh, I was setting up, organizing some shit for tonight's show, sitting at the, my trusty computer, organizing my thoughts. And uh, <laughs> for some fucking ungodly reason, I'd, I was in the mood to hear Christmas music. James, that's so gay. I know. I don't know what got into me. I was just in the mood to hear it all. All right. I put on uh, some, some YouTube thing. I typed in like the best songs and people actually put together like hours of, of uh, Christmas music. And so I, I pressed clicky clicky, pressy pressy, typey typey. I pressed play and I enjoyed it. I don't believe, I really don't believe it. Lido would be, uh, I think he's ashamed to hear all that because I think he works, <laughs> he works, uh, I don't know if it's considered, re- it's retail, I think. And he hears this shit all day, every day. He's probably sick of it. But I haven't heard anything like I haven't. I don't listen to radio. I don't hear Christmas songs. For some reason, I wanted to hear them. I think I'm getting soft, everybody. What's happening to me? I'm actually enjoying the Christmas time this year. Who would have saw that coming? I'm usually impartial. I really don't care. But uh, I'm like a little kid. I like seeing the Christmas tree lit up in the corner there. Brings me a little bit of happiness. <laughs> I'm like uh, I'm like the Grinch now. I my heart grew. They sing without presents. They sing without trees. They sing without little boys on their knees. Whatever they say, you know what I'm talking about. And the Grinch's heart grew three sizes too big. A three and in Whoville, the Grinch's heart yeah, is reported. It grew three sizes that night, and he lifted the sleigh with the strength of ten Grinch, whatever they say. But yeah, that's me. I'm getting soft. But, uh, oh, have you heard, do you remember this song? I'm sorry, I, I wanted to play this for you real quick. It's kind of funny to me. It's still a good song. Do you know who Bing Crosby is? I guarantee your grandfather does. Maybe, I'm pretty sure your parents do. But do you know who Bing Crosby is? I think he's the... I think he sings that. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. You know, he's old-timey guy. So he did a song with David Bowie. Really popular song. Everyone loves it. And it was supposed to be merging the new style music with the old-timer. This was like, what, 30 years ago? <laughs> but uh, you know the song, right? It's like... Ba-dum-ba-bum-bum. And then Bowie's like, Peace on Earth. 
But uh, I want to play you a little snippet from that song, and it includes like some playful banter between the two, and it's kind of cheesy. <laughs> uh, it's also a little bit of heartwarming. Here we go. I'm Bing. Oh, I'm pleased to meet you. I'm Bing. You're the one that sings, right? Well, right or wrong, I sing either way. Oh, well, I sing too. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, what you sing too? Oh, well, really? Mostly the contemporary stuff. Do you, uh, do you like modern music? Oh, I think it's marvelous. Some of it really fine. But tell me, uh, you ever listen to any of the older fellas? Mm. Oh, yeah, sure. I like uh, John Lennon. Uh-oh. And the other one with uh, Harry Nilsson. Ooh, you go back that far, huh? Oh, yeah, I'm not as young as I look. <laughs> None of us is these days. In fact, I've got a six-year-old son. And he Aww. really gets excited around the Christmas holiday mm -hmm. thing. Do you go in for any of the traditional things in the uh, boy house? All right, let's come on, let's move time. it along. Oh, here we go. Oh, here comes the, the beautiful piano intro. And uh, let's get to it, everybody. Merry Christmas on this fine Sunday morning. Please have a nice day today, will you? King to see Pa-rum-pa-pum-pum Our finest gifts we bring Pa-rum-pa-pum-pum Rum-pa-pum-pum Rum-pa-pum-pum All right, take it away, Bowie. Peace on earth Can it be Years from now Perhaps we'll see Big break. Okay. You get it. What a great, uh, <laughs> what a positive, uplifting message. Nah, I like, I like how, uh, I'm sure back then when it came out, it really brought together like the, the you know, the young people all pissed off <laughs> the old people music. And then the parents with their old timer Bing Crosby and it's like, hey, let's go ahead and let's look at this thing. It's something for both of us. You know, it brought people together. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, I was like a big sap, dude, listening to all this stuff. I even listened to this one. Oh, man, you're going you're gonna to hate me for this. I watched this video. Ah, what's the guy's name? Hold on. Hold on. All right, I looked it up. Uh, David Phelps. David Phelps. Okay, I looked uh, this guy up. Uh, in my opinion, the song Oh Holy Night that's uh it's one of the it's, i think it's one of the best ones you know you know the song right oh holy night hold on hold on let me really get into this <clears throat> oh holy night the stars are brightly shining <laughs> hold on hey get over here and sing this song james you mean me yeah, you seem like you can probably, uh, you have the soft, soft vocal expression for this song. James, are you making fun of me? No, I really mean it. I really want you to try your rendition. I want to hear it. Okay. 
Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining, it is the night when Christ was born. That was lovely. You really think so, James? No, I don't. That was fucking horrible. <laughs> All right, so you know the song. You're so mean. Go, just go over there. I'll call you when I need you. You know the song. So this dude, I actually almost cried. This guy is the real deal, man. He can he can hit crazy notes, and I oh man, you gotta check it out. Okay, I know. Like a bitch. I almost cried. I was almost moved to tears. But uh, anyway, dude, I'm sorry. I'm just going all over the place. What I, I want to really end it with uh, the real true. When you think of real, the real meaning of Christmas, when you think of what is the perfect Christmas song, what really sums it up, okay? There can only be one, in my opinion. When you think of the pure, majestic spirit of Christmas, the Christmas Miracle, if you were, here is what I believe sums all the feelings up and can unite nations and uh, really just bring peace throughout the world. All right, James, just play the goddamn song. Okay, okay. And here it is. Without further ado, wham, of course. Yes. Do you feel it in your soul already? Do you feel it? Penetrating your soul. Penetrating something at least. Oh man. Sing it, Georgie. Sing it to me, baby. Okay, uh, <laughs> I hope that left you with a warm, fuzzy feeling inside of you. Warm and fuzzy right inside of you. Okay, you know what I was thinking about? I've never, ever experienced a white Christmas, except when uh, my mom, my mom's side of the family is around. No, that's not what I mean. I mean, I've never, I've never waken up on Christmas morning, ran down the stairs, nah. Looked out the window and it's snowing. You know what I mean. Snowing and it's all beautiful and shit. You got the the beautiful white, fresh, powdery snow and the contrast with the with the uh, dark brown trees. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Be- Just steer beauty. The uh, blue skies in the background in a backdrop. Come on. I've never had that. I don't think I'll ever have that. I know Lido did. I think he went. Uh, I think he went to the mountains last year or year before, and he got a cabin. I want to say it was for Christmas. I'm not really sure, but I mean, that was like a simulation. That wasn't the real deal, you know. He put that together himself. It's not like he actually lives somewhere, and he wakes up and he's surprised. He already knew it was going to be snowing, you know. I'm talking about that surprise. Oh, it's a beautiful white Christmas. I don't think I'm ever going to have that. I'm in California. It's not as special. 
And uh, frankly, I'm a little disappointed. Will I ever get my white Christmas, folks? I just don't know. I really can't tell you. Someday, if I'm lucky. All right. Uh, you know what? This week, in root beer. James, you're still sober? I'm still sober. It's a Christmas miracle. Not really, James. I know I'm not. I know. I'm not a miracle. I'm a normal guy, and I'm a fuck-up, but I'm trying my best. And I'm, I'm coming up to two months sober. Look at me and all my accomplishments. So, this week in root beer, uh, from my variety pack, comes Red Arrow. Red Arrow root beer. Uh, I don't like it. I'm telling you, this whole fucking variety pack is a huge disappointment. But, James, none of them taste good at all. Some of them are okay. I mean, this one is like just blah. Very just generic. Nothing you will remember. Nothing will make you go, wow, you know what I'm craving? I'm craving a Red Arrow root beer. That's never going to happen. I'm sorry, Red Arrow, but no, you fall short. My whole variety pack is made with, maybe this is the problem. The whole variety pack is made with, with uh, real sugar instead of high fructose, fructose corn syrup. It's actually real sugar. I think they all have like the same kind of taste now. Do I prefer the taste of high fructose corn syrup? <gasps> Ooh, that might be it. These have like pretty weak flavors. Nothing, uh... James, you're talking about root beer. Who gives a shit? Uh, you know what? I have, to make, I have to make it seem like there's something worthwhile going on in my life, okay? So just give me this. Just give me this. Okay, James. So yeah, Red Arrow root beer. Uh, no, don't do it. I'm still picking my A and W. So far, it is the leader, the contender. I know you guys are all riveted by my weekly root beer talks. <laughs> so uh, cross that one off your to-do list. Red Arrow, no good. No good. They don't even have a cool slogan like the other ones do. Nothing. Nothing. All it says in very fine print is uh, folklore says. See how they try to bring you in with that first word, folklore? Oh, Folklore, I'm interested. Because I was when I first saw that word. Folklore says, the brand was a tribute to the Red Arrow Brigade. Well, I'm sorry, sir, but I don't know what that is. If I only had one more semester of college, I might know. But I don't know what a Red, Brigade, Red Arrow Brigade? Oh, that's a hard word to say. Red Arrow Brigade. I don't know what that is. I guess I could type it right here. In uh, my fancy pants internet, I have the world of answers at my fingertips. Uh, hold on, let's see. Hold on. Red Arrow Brigade. Brigade. Jesus Christ. 32nd Infantry. I'm curious. I mean, folklore. Uh, you know, you got my attention. It's an infantry brigade in the U.S. Army National Guard. It was formed... From the deactivated 32nd Infantry Division, 1967. It is the largest unit in the Wisconsin National... Ah, Wisconsin? <laughs> Wisconsin. What do you got that's any good besides cheese and the Packers? You know what? Fuck Wisconsin. Remember I told you about that one asshole? Oh, I think they make beer there. Remember I told you about the one asshole from Wisconsin that did me dirty? If you're a listener, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to get back into it because this is all about happy times and Christmas. 
So I'm not going to talk about that. But if you want to know, you you go back to uh, over the 115 episodes we have and you can find it. But uh, Wisconsin is no good in my book. So another reason why Red Arrow can kiss my ass. Fucking root beer. All right. That was, and that was this week in root beer. Ah! Okay. Let's get back to Christmas time. As you all know, Christmas, the real meaning of Christmas is all about the baby Jesus. But James, what happened with baby Jesus? Well, from what I remember, which isn't very much, but what I could piece together from what I think I remember, uh, God told this chick, hey, I'm going to put a baby in you. And, uh, you know, that's that. Because you're good. And she's like, okay. And I don't know. This dude, Joseph, I'm sorry. And I'm not going to... I'm not going to call them names. I'm just going to say, I so would not have trusted that bitch, right? What if your woman comes up to you? Honey, I'm pregnant, but we haven't, we haven't uh, had sex at all. I know. God put it in me. It's like, all right. Okay. You really think I'm that fucking dumb? Oh, oh, really? God put a baby in you, huh? It wasn't, uh, Jebediah down at the at the uh, rustic inn, huh? I seen him looking at you. I know he's got a nicer <clears throat> a nicer donkey than I got, but uh, that's no that's no excuse for 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 you letting him put his falafel inside your kazoodle. <laughs> God, I don't even know what I'm talking about. All I'm saying is, wait, were they married, Joseph and Mary? Were they married? Because if they were married, first of all. They had to be married, right? Because why would God give them a baby out of wedlock? Or is it you just can't fuck out of wedlock? See, I'm very confused in this story. I, I really don't know anything now that I think about it. <laughs> I'm going to say they were married. I'm going to say God wanted them, wanted a married couple to give this baby to. Not an unmarried couple. And then it's like, all right, she's pregnant. You better get married. Yeah, I'm going to say they were married. Now, if they're married, how come they weren't fucking? How come she was a virgin? That's a good question, right? Or am I just a fucking retard and it's very obvious and I just don't remember the answer? Ah, get back to me if you can. Or care. The danger hour at yahoo.com. Let me know. Honestly. <laughs> I think she was, I don't know, dude. Do you really, do you really believe this whole story? I think she cheated and just made the whole thing up. Can you imagine if the Bible was all, not the Bible, this whole story, I mean, was just, was just based on this chick cheating and then she lied about it? He's like, who did you fuck, Mary? Huh? Because we haven't done shit, all right? I'm out there. I'm working hard, plowing the fields, whatever he did back then. Um, I'm a carpenter. I make stuff with wood and, and you won't give me shit, okay? You won't open your legs for me at all. And all of a sudden... You got a baby in you? So whose is it? I swear, God put it in me. Yeah, um, it was God. <laughs> and these three wise men come from somewhere. I don't know, they come from far away. And they're like, dude, you know, you know, you know they gotta be chatting on the way over. So this chick says that God put a baby in her. She totally fucked on him, the guy, right? She, I mean, she cheated on the dude, right? You know she did. I just want to go see for myself. I want to look in her eyes and see if she's lying. And I want to know it. 
You know what I mean? That's what the, the Jesus... I'm sorry, am I shitting all over Christian, uh, Christmas and baby Jesus? <laughs> Was Jesus a bastard child from someone else? I don't know. I just don't know anymore. But yeah, Christmas is about... Uh, did anyone remember that? That it's about Jesus, not about uh, buying gifts, you know? Not about Black Friday. <laughs> not about uh, mall Santa Claus. It's about Jesus, right? No one cares. So here we go. Here's uh, everyone cares about Santa Claus. Let's look into that past. But honestly, real quick, if you can, if you can uh, shed some light on the whole baby Jesus thing, let me know the details because I'm not gonna go look it up. I'm too lazy and or dumb. So let's get into who people really care about: Santa Claus. All right, the name Santa Claus can be traced back to the Dutch Sinterklaas. Sinterklaas is it? Sinterklaas. I don't know. I think he wore wooden shoes. Uh, which means simply Saint Nicholas. Nicholas was Bishop of Myra, which means, if I piece it together myself based on the information, that he was Catholic. Okay? Uh, During the 4th century, among other saintly attributes, he was noted for the care of children. Uh Uh-oh! Hold it right there. Hold it right there. All right, so, (laughs) Sinterklaas, Sinterklaas, whatever, was a a saint in the Catholic religion, because I believe bishops are from the Catholic, right? I don't know, fucking know. That's what I'm assuming. And he was known for his care of children. Wait, right there again. I think I've stumbled upon another secret. First off, baby Jesus was probably a bastard from uh, some guy at like the uh, Bethlehem Inn, you know, Bethlehem Tavern, whatever you want to call it. And she lied about it. I'm cracking all the codes here, people. She lied. Okay? It was from some other dude. And uh, she lied and said it was from God. And that was the only way she could get out of it without uh, anyone getting hurt. And the next one I cracked is uh, the real story of Santa Claus, okay? He was a Catholic bishop known for his care of children. What I believe is this is the dawn of uh, the pedophile in the Catholic Church. He started this. James, that's blasphemy. I mean, I think the facts speak for themselves. The dude hung around kids. Here's what I think happened. He's hanging around kids. He's, he's molesting these kids all, all over the place, right? And someone sees him, and they're like, hey, hey, wait a second, Sinterklaas. What are you doing with those kids? Huh? And he's like, oh, I, um, uh, um, uh, it's... Uh, giving them presents. Yeah, you're giving them something. Sinterklaas? Well, what are you giving them? Huh? Why is he crying? Oh, he's just uh, very happy. Uh, I saw I saw him. I saw I saw you crouching his ass, all right? I saw it. I saw it. No, no, no. I was just, I was putting him on my lap and asking him what he wants. You never heard of this Christmas thing? Yeah, I'm starting this thing called Christmas because I care for kids so much. So, yeah, I'm just putting them on my lap and uh, asking them what they want as a present. That's what I'm doing. And why is he crying? Sinterklaas? Ah, he's just, he's just overwhelmed with excitement and joy. <laughs> this was the dawn of the Catholic uh, pedophile shit, okay? I'm going to one-up it. Maybe, maybe this guy was seen with a bunch of kids and like, hey, hey, hey. What's up with Sinterklaas over there, all right? These guys hanging out with a lot of kids. 
I think something's going on. And so a couple of the guys that get together, they're in the they're in the tavern, having some beer. And he goes, All right, let's go, you know what? Fuck this guy. Let's go confront this dude. They go up to him, yo, yo. Sinter, let me ask you a question. Uh word around town is you've been seen with a whole lot of kids uh pretty frequently. So what's the deal? No, no, no. Kids? No, those aren't kids. Another liar. Those are elves. Elves? Yeah, they're helping me build toys, uh, you know, to give as presents. Yeah, that's what they're doing. That's what they are. They're elves. <laughs> all of Christmas is based on all lies, okay? Lies of, uh, of, of uh, adultery and pedophilia slash rape. And it's all a cover-up. I'm on to you. I'm on to all of you. I mean, just look it up yourself, and, it, and it'll speak for itself, okay? That's all I got to tell you. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, you know Christmas is a heathen holiday. I've said it before. It is. If you participate in Christmas, I'm not talking about the whole worship aspect. I'm talking about, you know, the Americanized Christmas tree, the stockings, the presents, all that shit. It's all heathen shit, man. You bring in a tree. You bring it in your house which represents a god, all right? Then you dress this god in, in uh, shiny, you know, like it's supposed to represent like gold and silver, you know? They were like sil- silver bells, all that shit. So yeah, you're dressing up your god in, in fine golds and silvers and precious uh, jewels and all that shit. You're making it nice and pretty, beautiful. And uh, you, you present it with offerings, these gifts. It's like you're giving your God offerings. Doesn't it make sense that it's like completely <laughs> like just a heathen ritual thing? It's got to go back to something like that. You put the thing in the center of your of like your living room, the room where people mostly hang out, supposed to be like, you know, where the TV is on that shit. So you put that like in the room where people always go and you, you put it right there in the center. And uh, that's your God. <laughs> you filthy, filthy heathens. What would you do if all this stuff is real, all this God stuff is real, and you die and you go to heaven? He's like, well, you know, you could have been in, uh, given access to heaven, but you, you know, you worshiped a God every year and you presented gifts to it. And I just can't have that. You were worshiping false idols, sir, and you must now burn in the fires. How stupid would you feel? <laughs> Anyway, uh, you know what? Speaking of uh, Christmas, other holidays, um, Hanukkah, that's fine. But Kwanzaa, do you know anybody? Do you know a single person that celebrates Kwanzaa? Have you ever known a single person? Because I sure as hell don't. You know, I heard, <clears throat> I heard about that in, uh, you know, I think uh, elementary or middle school. Or maybe it was in high school. I was like, what? what's Kwanzaa? Uh, you know, for black people. I've never heard of any dudes talking about Kwanzaa at all. Anybody. I have no idea what it's about. And uh, speaking of that, <clears throat> in the same vein, you know, there it's like we have to accommodate everybody. Oh, we have to say happy holidays. You can't say Merry Christmas anymore. My kid... They can't do any Christmas plays or any of those musical things that everyone did as kids. 
That's a. Uh, it's not allowed anymore because it's offensive to some kids because they don't celebrate Christmas. Isn't this fucking crazy? Isn't it wild? Here's my thoughts on this. This is a good fuck you moment, but uh, I'll just put it in now. <clears throat> I've had enough. This is the goddamn United States of America, okay? I don't know as ignorant as that statement is beginning. I'm telling you, we can't appease everybody. In this country, for example, we speak English. Okay? Everything is in English for the most part. But it's like, all right, this is our language. If you want to come here, you should understand. You should learn English. Just like if we go to France, chances are we should probably get to know some French to get around a bit. Probably all the signs are in French. You know, I really don't know if they put it in English, too. If English is like just the worldly language or whatever. But, you know, same with every other country. You go to Mexico, you should know Spanish. Blah, 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 blah. Over and over every other country. Blah, blah, blah. So why is it a big surprise? Okay? You should know English to be here. Not to be here, but you know what I mean. We shouldn't have to accommodate you. That's, that's what we got going. If you want to know a, a 10 of the languages, great. That's good for good. Fantastic. I'm just saying, don't push everything on us. Like, everything has to have everything on every fucking language nowadays. You ever notice that? And uh, <clears throat> also, in this country, we celebrate fucking Christmas. It's the way it's been for how many years? All of a sudden, we're changing that. It's like, all right, we got Thanksgiving. We got Fourth of July. We got Christmas. If you don't want to celebrate Christmas... You don't have to. All right? Besides, these songs that, that the kids sing or I sang in school, they're not really about... Like, they might even have, uh, like, uh, you know, lyrics towards uh, Christianity or whatever, Catholic, whatever the hell it is. But they're not... It's not like a church atmosphere. It's just, you know... It's more about like Santa Claus and shit. Maybe if it was just strictly Santa Claus and like reindeers and leave Oh Holy Night out of that. You know, just uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, all that shit. Silver bells, it's Christmas time in the sea. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Let's just stick to that. Then is it okay? There's really no religious shit going on. All right, let's just uh, focus on the holiday and not, uh, not the religious aspect. Is that okay? Would that be okay? It's fucking retarded, dude. You know, 4th of July, that's what we do. Christmas, that's what we do. It's like, if you want to do whatever else you want to do, good for you. Uh, you're free to worship <clears throat> worship whatever you want, celebrate whatever you want. But this is, the, this is the standard in this country. This is the fucking general holidays. That's how it should be, right? Am I alone? <laughs> I don't know. Let me get off my soapbox now and put that away. All right. Oh. And to, to close that idea out, I want to say Happy Festivus, everybody. A Festivus for the rest of us. Uh, okay, I got, shocking, I got a shocking development when it comes to the Elf on the Shelf. But first, let me take a drink of my Red Arrow because I'm thirsty. It will not quench my thirst because it's shit, but I will drink it anyway. Ah, uh, weak. All right, Elf on the Shelf. 
let me give you a little bit of background if you do not know about the Elf on the Shelf. Oops. Oopsie pants. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> so in 2005, this chick, uh, I'm not going to say names, who cares, right? She left her job as a QVC host to help her mother and her sister launch Elf on the Shelf. At a, it was based out of Georgia. Okay, Georgia! So uh, they made the books and toys based on the, their own family's Christmas tradition. Wow, they came up with this themselves. Okay. And uh, so it, this thing comes with a little 10-inch elf. And it's got uh, like little, long little feet. And the hands are sewn together. But they sit in the, in the elf's lap. And he's got like this little goofy look on his face. <laughs> so it comes with a book and it comes with the elf. Now the book tells the whole story about the elf. To give you a rough summary. It says like, oh yeah, I'm Santa's helper. I'm sent here from Santa Claus, North Pole. Uh, you can't touch me. I'm here for the whole month of December. And I'm sent here to monitor, help Santa Claus monitor your, your behavior. And every night uh, with my Christmas magic, I go back to North Pole and I tell him your, uh, the updates about how you're acting. Now, every morning he comes back in a, new, in a new place he hides. So that's the best part of this thing. The kid gets to look for the elf every morning and it's exciting for the kid. And uh, it's, really fucking, it's really fun to see the kid searching and running all over the place looking for the elf. It's awesome, dude. It's like every day... <clears throat> you get like a little prize, you know? I, I mean, the kid does. Well, even I do, just watching it. You, there's like a little little prize. Imagine that. Every, every, imagine every morning you wake up and you're excited about something. Every fucking morning. Wouldn't that be awesome? So that's what this thing does for the kids. Yeah, oh, and the thing is, you can't touch the elf. Okay, so that's, that's the way of, uh, you know, the kids leaving it alone. Because it says, it says elf on a shelf, but you can put it anywhere you want, you know? Get uh, people get creative with it. This year they're getting really creative with it. They're putting it, <laughs> they're putting the elf in all kinds of weird positions and uh, different scenarios and like incorporating other toys and hostage scenarios and all kinds of crazy shit. Like uh, Lido posted a picture of Barbie's in the sink with with bubbles like it's a hot tub and he's got a camera like he's filming it. It's really funny. People get uh, pretty creative with it. So, so in two thousand four. Uh, this, this old lady was like, says here, suffering from empty nest syndrome. <laughs> so they thought they'd write a book together about their pet, or sorry, their little elf that they named Fizby by 2007. Nah. Okay, no, sorry, I'm reading ahead. So 2005 was when they first started it. Now, it kind of like was, eh, I was doing okay, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, uh... 2007, Jennifer Garner, the actress who is married, is she still married? She's still married to Ben Affleck? I think so. She was spotted carrying the Elf on the Shelf box and uh, I guess, you know, walking to her car with the box. So then all of everyone, oh my God, Jennifer, what is that thing she has? Everyone needs that now. So, you know, celebrity bullshit. Since then, a bunch of stores started carrying it. More than 10,000 stores. So there's the little backstory. And there's a little bit of the rules of this whole thing. Now I'm going to tell you that this fucking, these people, since uh, 2005, I think it's like uh, they have like an annual average of like $10 million in sales. Yeah. And 2011 was $16 million. I know this year it's going to be fucking ridiculous because of how 
this shit has been blowing up on the internet with all these pictures and all that. So much money, dude. Oh my god. Can you imagine that? <clears throat> all you gotta do is invent some some shit that's remarkably genius. <laughs> How easy, right? And then just uh, let it take off. So anyway, what I want to talk to you about, the elf, is that my daughter, okay, she fucking tested me with this thing. All right? My kid's smart. And, dude, I might be blowing the shit out of the bag. She's supposed to be sleeping. It's after 9 o'clock. But she's been known to get out of her bed. I hope she's not listening to this because it's going to be a big... <laughs> cats out of the bag type moment but uh so yesterday you know we we put we put in different positions every every morning or every night so if we're up late we'll put him in a new spot or when i get up for work in the morning i'll put him somewhere new so uh you know i woke up the other morning and i put him in his new spot and so later on that day i come home from work and she's like daddy how come the elf was in a new in a new spot and i was like what do you mean how come he moved? It's like because he moves. He moves every night when he comes back uh, from from the North Pole. She goes, but I touched him last year when I touched him. Remember, he didn't move for two nights because I was punished because I was not supposed to touch him. And I was like, holy fuck! She t- <laughs> because last year I saw her touch him. So on purpose, we didn't move him. Like, oh, you're punished. So now he's not going to go back to the North Pole. And Santa Claus is not going to hear from him. And Santa Claus is going to know that you were bad because he didn't come back home. So this year, dude, she did it just to see, like, oh, let's see if he, if he moves. <laughs> so she fucking touched this thing. And then when she brought it up to me, I, I didn't know what to say. I had no idea. She's like, how come this year I touch him and he still moves? How come? And it's like, um... I don't know. <laughs> I was like, maybe you, maybe you have a warning. You can do it one time, but if you do it again, then uh, he's not going to be very happy. And that worked, right? But if she does it again, I don't know what I'm going to tell her. But she even asked me a different question, which is like, I, I, I want to contact these elf people and say like, hey, dude, you need to answer a few questions, all right? And here's one of them. Because I know that someone else has probably asked this question. This was, a, this was a big deal. I was like, uh, when she asked me, she's like, Daddy, I was at school talking to my friends. How come they don't have elves at their house? I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> because it's supposed to, you know, it says uh, the elves go to kids' houses and, and uh, keep an eye on the kids. So it's like. You know, they, they, she goes to school and talks about the elf with their friends. And the, elf, the kids are like, what do you mean the elf? What are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking What the fuck are you talking about? So uh, I really didn't know what to say to that. I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I really, had, I really had nothing to say. She caught me off guard. I'm usually pretty quick on my feet. But uh, no, dude, she fucking stumped me. I just stuck with I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's magic. I don't know. I don't know. And I just walked away. <laughs> oh boy. But yeah, yeah, elf people. What's the answer to that question? There should be. There should be included, like instructions, 
just in case break glass. You know what I mean? Ugh. Fucking assholes. All right. Let's move on to something that I saw. Uh, ABC did this thing where they they posted, uh, I don't know, like 2013, the things that kids mostly want this year for Christmas. Then they also looked back to 1913, 100 years ago, and they looked at what kids wanted back then just to see the comparison from 100 years. So let me give you the list of 2013 of what little asshole kids want nowadays. So the first one is a Furby boom. I don't even know what that is. I have the power of answers, answers. Let's see what a Furby boom is. Looks like the same old fucking Furbies that they used to sell. The ones that were big. Uh, oh, they're all like psychedelic colors now. Furby boom. I'm guessing it does something crazy. I don't know. Uh, next one. Texta robotic puppy. Jesus Christ. How out of it am I? I don't even know what that is. Texta robotic puppy. You know what that shit is? Oh, wow. Oh, I've seen one of these before. What's the point? Oh, I guess you can program it with your fucking phone now. Oh, it's probably way more advanced than one, I, than one I've seen from a few years back. I guess. Uh, I'm not going to look at no videos about it, but I, I'm guessing it's uh, advanced. Leap Pad Ultra. Yeah, I get that. My kid, actually, my, uh, my sister-in-law bought, bought uh, my daughter a Leap Pad like last year. It's pretty much like an iPad for kids, so they fucking love it. Play some educational games and all that shit, so I can see that. Next one, a, f- a flying fairy. Oh, I know I know all about a flying fairy. I got one right here in this room with me. James, what is that supposed to mean? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> oh, this is creepy. Oh, never mind. I'm looking at the wrong picture. Oh, I guess you pull something. Like you pull a little zippy thing and it flies up in the air. Those are always fun. I'm actually surprised to see that. Okay, let's keep going down the list, everybody. I know this is, this is exciting stuff. Bug Hugs Elmo. Bug Hugs. Oh, wow, this is creepy. He's creepy now. Before the Tickle Me Elmo, he was uh, like a stuffed animal that would just, you know... That had like a little electronic thing that would make him shake. Now he's, now you can like stand this fucking thing up and, and, and extend his arms. It's creepy now. It looks like, looks like a midget in a mascot costume now. <laughs> no, dude, this this goes right up. Uh, I think I'm gonna put this in the same category. It's not quite as traumatic, but I, I'm gonna say it's kind of like those stupid things you put in the corner, like those kids that are in timeout, but they're stuffed. They're fake. Oh, fuck that. No way, dude. There's no way I get my kid one of those things. No way. Uh, oh, wow. I'm surprised. Barbie Dreamhouse. That's still in... Well, kids still... Well, I'm, I'm actually happy to hear that. That means kids are still fucking playing with Barbies and toys and... Uh, you know, using their imagination, I guess, and to some extent. Instead of just playing with games and shit. I like that. Good for you girls out there. Unless the Barbies come with iPads. (laughs) 
you know? Like they're playing with uh, their Barbie dream house and and inside the house there's like a there's a 50-inch flat screen and uh it's like, "Oh, Barbie's watching uh Netflix." <laughs> now Barbie wants to play on her iPad. All right. Uh 7, Giggly Monkey. Oh, I like it already. You know me, I like monkeys. Let's see what this is. Hold on. Giggly Monkey. Oh, that's even creepier. No, 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 no. Fuck that. No. It looks like it looks like a human and a person. Well, I guess a monkey looks like a person, but I mean it looks like a like a like a regular person and a monkey had a fucking offspring and it's just Ah, oh, dude, what's with this creepy shit? No. Nerf gun. Now we're talking Nerf gun classic. I fucking love Nerf guns, all right? I bought my my I bought myself a Nerf gun recently. It's a zombie uh what's it called? Zombie something. And uh dude, they, they the bullets shoot super far and hard and I actually shot my kid in the face on accident. <laughs> And he was crying. And so then I had to hide those new high-tech bullet they have there. So I, I went back to like these suction cup ones. Nerf guns are fucking great, man. They will hurt you if you, like you, your kid. I know I have videos posted on Instagram shooting my kid in the face, but I wasn't trying to do it. Sometimes I am, but I'm not really trying most of the time. But uh, it's, it's really fun to play with your kids with Nerf guns. Like you have like a gunfight. It's fucking great. And uh, it's even fun to play with yourself. Set up some targets, get your Nerf gun. It's fucking awesome. And they're like $10. $10. This is the perfect gift. I'm gonna. I'm just going to stop right now. I'm, I'll read you the next two. But this is the perfect gift. If you're, if you're trying to get a gift for a kid, perfect gift. Okay, the Nerf gun with the suction cup darts. All right? I have a blast with these things. Kids have a blast with these things. And it's only ten bucks. You get off the hook with a great present for some kid, and you you know you only spent ten dollars, and it's super interactive. You can get yourself one, and just have a shootout, dude. You can like, trust me, man. It's fucking great. You shoot the windows. It sticks to the windows. You shoot fucking uh, pictures in the house. You know you're not hurting anything. They're Nerf darts. They're like super light. Best fucking thing ever. All right, number nine, Ninja Turtles. Wow. I'm happy to see that too. A little bit of 80s still holding on in there with the Barbie Dream House and the Ninja Turtles. I think Nerf guns were around back then, right? But they weren't as cool as they are now. But uh, let's finish it out with number 10. Oh boy. This is my personal favorite of mine. Lego. Legos. I just, uh, I was at my parents' house. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but there's a, a there was a bucket of Legos she had. Like the old school Legos. I brought them home. And my kids fucking love them. I showed them how to make a house. Showed them how to make a car, a helicopter. You know what I mean? You got to use your imagination. Fuck the new Legos, okay? You can still get a, you can still get new Legos, but the old school version, like it was for a bucket of fucking parts. That's all it is. A giant bucket of parts. The only thing with Legos is they're expensive as shit. But it's a great gift. I think I'm going to give my kids another giant bucket I think it's like 30, 40 bucks, dude, to be honest with you. But I think it's like 750 parts. And it's just like a little, it's like a little tub full of Legos. Don't, don't. I'm a, I'm a strong advocate of fucking off with 
with like the Star Wars one where it's already a thing that has customized parts. You just build you build that thing. It's like, dude, that's dumb. How many things can you build with those parts? You can build that. You know what I mean? Like a Batman. Like they have all kinds of ones. They have like Batman ones where you got to, oh, here's like a bat boat you build. And it's like everything's customized to build that specific boat. And I'm sure you can make a few other things if you if you wanted to. But there's nothing beats the old school fucking tub of Legos, you know, with all the different sizes, with a bunch of wheels, windows, doors, little people, propellers. You know what I mean? They can go crazy and just do whatever you want. It's great. I think Lego, honestly, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Lego is the best gift you can fucking buy for a kid. Just, you know, not too young so they don't choke on them, but the best one. It encourages engineering. Look at that. You used the big word there. Using their imagination. You know, it's just very creative and you can be interactive because it's fucking fun, dude. You can sit there and do it with them. All right? You're not going to use a leap pad with your kid. That stupid robotic puppy. Fuck that. Who cares? A Furby? No. Barbie Dreamhouse, all right, if you're like a woman, I guess maybe you can get kicked out of it, but I'm, you know, I'm talking about a guy's perspective, the the Hug Elmo, fuck that, Flying Fairy, eh. the monkey, that's horrible, you, you gotta go with the Nerf gun or the Lego, but I think the Lego just totally outweighs any toy I can think of right now, Can't I can't recommend that shit enough, old school Lego, just a bucket of parts, look at that. I'm happy it's on that list. Well, I don't know. It probably means like the newer ones, but uh, yeah, dude, I'm yeah, I'm gonna get them a whole fucking giant bucket of Legos. I'm gonna fucking play with them. I do not mind playing Legos with my kids. I'll sit there all day with my kids and play Legos. Let's do it. <laughs> all right, that was uh 2013's list. So let's go back a hundred years, people. Let's go back through time to 1913, a simpler time. Simpler time, 1913. Here's the number one thing. Can you take a guess what kids, the number one thing they wanted back in 100 years ago? Candy. What would you like for Christmas, Bartholomew? I would like some candy, Daddy. <laughs> number two, nuts. <laughs> can you imagine that? Can you imagine if your kid this year asked you for nuts? I can see candy. But can you imagine... Your, your kid's Christmas list, the top of the the top of it is some almonds. <laughs> Number three, a rocking horse. Oh yeah, I can see. I can see that. In 1913, rocking horse. That's some good shit right there. Number four, a doll. Yeah. Absolutely. Dolls are still uh still in it. And you know, I'm even gonna say uh in the Subgenre, you know, action figures, still dolls, if you think about it. Yeah. For five, mittens or gloves. <laughs> Daddy, I want mittens for Christmas. I'm just so cold. Number six, a toy train. That's a good one. Toy trains are fun if you have uh, those ones that you have to build the track yourself, like the wooden ones. Those are cool. I have, uh, I bought my kid uh, a couple years ago. It was from IKEA of all places. It was a, it's a wooden track. You can you can uh, design it however you want with you know the parts they give you, and the train is like four trains and they they connect with magnets, and it's all made out of wood, and it's cool as fuck. 
I like it. Number seven, oranges. Wow. Were oranges that hard to come by back then? It was like... Well, orange and nuts. Can you imagine if you got... It? If, can you imagine... That's... Imagine your great Christmas consists of an orange, some nuts, and a pair of gloves. <laughs> that was a great Christmas back then. Wow. And a piece of taffy. Uh, number eight, books. I can see that. What else was there to do back then? Uh, imagine there's not too many movies you can go watch, especially for common folk. Yeah, what else could you do besides eat an orange <laughs> and ride your rocking horse? Read a book. Yeah, that must have been that must have been a great gift. Well, how about the gift of uh, being able to read? First, you need that, and then a, and then a book would suit you just fine, I guess. Number nine, handkerchief. Handkerchief. Really? Really? A handkerchief. Wow, that blows my mind. A handkerchief. Can't you just make that out of any piece of cloth? Was was cloth hard to come by back then? Just anything? Wow, do we really take... I think we take shit for granted. I, like napkins. Can you... Yeah. Did they even have napkins back then? Was it like... You just use like the same cloth over and over again? Like napkins and toilet paper. That's, oh my God, can you imagine back then? You couldn't, like say you had to blow your nose. Say you're, say you're sick. What would you do? Your nose keeps running or you get a lot of, like, a lot of snots. You got to blow your nose. Jesus Christ, I guess a handkerchief would be pretty good back then. Ugh. <laughs> and the final one is skates. Yeah. That's like, well... Hmm, no bicycle? One of those were like fancy pants. Like, oh, only the finest people have bicycles. You there, Victor. Is that a fancy name? Victor, would you like a bicycle this year? A bicycle? Can we manage it? <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with that. 1913. Compared to 2013. Wow. Look at all the advancements in technology. Can you imagine if you uh, went back in time to 1913 and gave that kid a giggly monkey? <laughs> he would shit himself. Can you imagine going back in time and giving the kid Legos? Oh, man. Oh, a Nerf gun. That would be sick too back then. Anyway. Now I'm just... Uh, trailing off <laughs> okay i want to uh end this show real quick i'd like to read you a nice christmas story christmas tale christmas poem a christmas poem so uh let me set the mood real quick give me a, give me a little second here okay got the uh i uh, got the fire going got the fire going it's a good one it's a good fire now let me get my story here. Let me read you a little Christmas poem, if you will. Just to just to close out the show and bid you a, a good evening. 
Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the land, nothing was moving except Kevin's hand on his gland. His nuts were a-hanging, and he was stroking with care. His body was writhing, and his butt was all bare. His blow-up sex slaves were bent over beds, while KY jelly tubes danced through his head. He beat it and beat it and came really quick. Go to sleep now, he said to his dick. It stood at attention and would not lie down. Obviously, without doubt, the most rigid around. When out on the porch, there arose such a clatter. Kev got off his knees to see what was the matter. He threw on his boxers and wiped off his hand. He looked out the window and so did his gland. With the moon in the sky and a bitter cold chill, his penis peeked out and laid on the sill. When what to his three eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and a tiny reindeer. With a well-hung driver so long and so thick, he knew in an instant it must be St. Dick. Quicker than Kevin, this well-hung man came. He shot off his load and called out some names. Go Chrissy, go Andy, go Jackie and Bob. Oh, Missy, oh, Candy, you can suck on my knob. Now, Chico and Rico and Paul, don't despair. When we get back home, I'll take care of you there. As they bound towards Kev's home while up in the sky, he gave them a stroke and a shot from one eye. So up to the housetop the reindeer they flew, with a sleigh full of sex toys, and St. Dick, too. And then in a second he heard on the roof, the reindeer conversing, and a low, gentle, poof. His eyes how they twinkled, his palms were all hairy, his cock looked like a sausage and was red as a cherry. His cute little mouth, it seemed just to glow, his rock-hard erection as tight as a bow. He pulled out his stump and lubed Kevin up. He rammed it on in. Kevin squealed like a pup. He gave him one stroke, two stroke, three stroke, four. Kevin screamed to St. Dick, Please give me some more. Kev was twitching and twisting and all full of joy. St. Dick said, You've done this before, I can see that now, boy. St. Dick pulled out and came on Kev's back. He wiped off his dick and grabbed for his pack. He said, Kev, I like how you quiver and quirk, but off I must go, as I still have to work. And laying a finger aside of his nose, and grabbing his rod, up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh with a clink and a clang. Let's go now, I've got more butts to bang. But Kev heard him proclaim as he drove out of sight. I'll be back next year, and I'll fuck you all night. That was a Christmas reading. Thank you. I know, dude. I know it's immature, okay? But I had to give you something extra. Oh, my fire's popping. All right. I'm going to leave my fire on for the rest of the show. I think it's a nice little ambiance. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and close out the show now. It's been long enough. 
after that little treat, I think uh, you deserve to be tucked in and uh, sent to bed. But first, I can't send you to bed without first giving you something nice to think about. Pleasant dreams, if you will. Visions of sugar plums and whatnot. But in my version, I would just say, I fancy that. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. wonderful. It's... I fancy that. Fancy. Fancy. Okay. I fancy that. Oh, boy. How about I go off that story and say, I don't think I've ever fancied this before. I fancy jerking. I fancy a good jerk off. But, James, that's inappropriate. What do you mean? This is the Christmas show. You've defiled everything holy and nice. Well... I'm just being honest. What better gift to give yourself than a nice jerk off? I mean, it's free. It's uh, it's entertaining. It feels extravagant. Uh, it's it relaxes you. I mean, everybody wins, and it also calms you down. I mean, like I say, if you're in a bad mood, let's say you're like in a super, like crazy horny mood. You know, you know that fucks with your head, guys out there. Just calms you down. And it's fun. How can you be? How can you beat it? It's the best Christmas gift ever. It's even something you can give someone else, if you know what I mean. Why not, Lido? I'm looking at you, buddy. <laughs> All right, here's what I fancy, also, because you know when I, uh, I'm alone, I give you a couple. Now, I never thought I would say this. I was, I was actually against it in the beginning. These things called K cups. You know what that is? It's uh, for coffee. It's Well, it is coffee. It's that Keurig machine. It makes single cups of coffee. Um, it's, like a, it's like a little tiny cup that, you, that it has coffee grounds in it. And you shove it in this machine. And it makes you one cup of coffee. Now, at first, I was like, that's fucking dumb. Just make coffee. <laughs> What's the point? Because it's expensive, too. But, uh, man, since I've been sober, I've had, you know, I've been drinking more coffee. And, uh, you know, at night, maybe I'll have like a cup of coffee once in a while. And it's just very fucking convenient. It's actually wonderful. It's quick. It's easy. You don't got to, like, you know, oh, guess how much, how much uh, coffee to put in the machine. You know, how much water. You always have leftover coffee you got to toss. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Aside from it being expensive... It's awesome, but I was <laughs> I was at the store the other day, and oh, I got some oh, I got some good one. Uh, I got a I got a dark dark roast, a French roast, a uh, dark what's it called? I forgot what it's called. But uh, man, it's good. Heavy, heavy. I don't know what it's called, but it's dark, heavy, dark, whatever it's called. But um, I was at the store looking around. I was at Target, and this guy he's with his wife, and he's he's on the aisle, and I'm right there looking in the K cup section. It's very obvious I'm looking at the K-Cups, all of them. There's a whole shitload of them, different kinds, different brands. I'm trying to decide what to get, dude. I'm looking at the ones that are on sale, like, I don't know what I'm doing. And this guy's looking around for some other kind of coffee, and he's like, Man, these stupid fucking K-Cup things, man, I hate them. They're so retarded. What's the point of this shit? It's ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. And it's like, he's not being quiet. And it's like, dude, I'm right here looking at these things you're complaining about. You don't have, 
You don't have like any shame at all. You know, I couldn't believe it. It was pretty funny. And then I go and I grab a box of them. <laughs> but yeah, I was that guy until, you know, just like that. Uh, what's that stupid ass show? I always forget the name of it. Um, Yo Gabba Gabba. Try it. You'll like it. Uh, yeah. Yo Gabba Gabba, you're right again. I tried K-Cups and I like them. You've won this round. So yeah, uh, a good jerk off session and K-Cups. I suggest you try both. How about at the same time? That will blow your mind and your load. And I fancy that. All right. I know I said I kind of lied to you. Well, not really lied. I just kind of like I deceived or misled you. I kind of said, you know, I would give you something nice to think about before you go sleepy time. You know, try to tuck you in. I got my nice little fireplace going. And uh, give you nice little fancies to ease yourself into your slumber. But I have to, uh, I have to go, I have to go the opposite now because I have to go to the darker side of life. But James, don't interrupt me. But James, it's I. What, uh, James, please. Okay. Do you really have to do the dreaded fuck you moment? Excuse my language. On this holiday Christmas edition, couldn't you just spare us this time? Um. Hmm. I will think about your request and say, and now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the fuck you moment. And here we go. Fuck you. Ooh, I'm sorry. I had to uh, deny your requests. We can't, we can't do a show without the fuck you moment. It's a staple. It's a goddamn staple. All right. My fuck you this time goes to, uh, once again, I give you two. The last one was the fancy, which is the brighter side of life, the happy times, good times. Good feelings, all that nonsense. And now we go to the darker side. Now I give you things that really bother me. Something I really want to say fuck you to. And the first one is Steve Harvey. That's right. I'm sick of this goddamn asshole. Okay? But James, when do you see Steve Harvey? Uh, it's very rare. But sometimes I'll be flipping through regular TV and I do not have cable, as you may or may not know. I only have 2 through 13. And PBS and all that nonsense and those Chinese channels. And so, at times I'll just flip through the regular shit. You know, instead of Netflix, which, you know, just trying to change it up. And once in a while, I'll, I'll catch the family feud. Now, I'm a little bit of a... You know, I like game shows at times. I like to guess on Jeopardy, and I can probably get about three answers right out of the whole show. I've never actually watched the whole show of Jeopardy. I'll get a couple, but I'm really horrible at it. But, you know, I like to test myself. And so, the same thing with Family Feud. But I really fucking hate Steve Harvey. This guy is so fucking arrogant... And I'm tired of his condescending tones to the, every contestant on there. He's just a dick. He's a dick. I'm, he's annoying as fuck. He thinks he's the greatest goddamn thing. And the way he walks around, the faces he makes, his goddamn super white teeth against his super jet black mustache. I don't like him. I don't like looking at him. I don't like his voice. I don't like the faces he makes. I don't like how he treats people. Bring back Richard Dawson. That dude used to kiss every woman on the show. 
every woman right on the lips. He didn't care about, you know, possible infections or disease. He didn't care about that. It was a simpler time. He was a real ladies' man. He wasn't much to look at, but goddammit, he had charisma. All right? He was, and yes, he was the guy from Running Man. Killian! He was Killian. That's right. He was on Family Feud, and he would, Hello, darling, how you doing? <laughs> nice to meet you. What's your name? Sorry, he was like, what was he? He was English. Hello, darling. Nice. I don't know. I'm not going to, I can't imitate him. But uh, he was the real deal. He had his little fucking pinky ring, I believe. <laughs> Survey sense. You know what I mean? This Steve Harvey is a fucking... Ugh. James, why are you getting so worked up over Steve Harvey? I know. Little things like that bother me. And it's always about the little things, isn't it? All right. Fuck you, Steve Harvey. Next up. Oh, boy. Just in time for Christmas. What is it, James? I once again... This... I got my fucking credit card. The number uh, was stolen, pretty much. Again. I think last time it was my debit card. Right? Was it my debit card last time? I think it was. Yes, it was my debit card. Because I used my debit card at a... I used it at... Uh, fuck, what's that place called? It's a comedy club. Uh, the uh, Largo. I used my debit card there to get money out of the ATM because it's a cash-only bar. And I believe someone took my fucking... They copied my card there somehow. And so uh, that was a while back. Now my credit card. I got an email from Capital One. And they're like, hey, the possible fraudulent charges. I'm like, fuck. So I called the number and the lady's like... Well, let's go over your charges and see which ones are yours and which ones are not yours. And so it's like, did you buy $145 worth of groceries in Ralph's yesterday in Glendale? I was like, no, I was not in Glendale. Oh, well, that's not your charge. Did you get $35 in gasoline in some other fucking city? I was like, nope, that wasn't me either. Oh, and it says here... $450. I was like, oh boy. But that one was declined. So, uh, yeah, they're going to take care of me. But, you know, once again, my fucking card. I have to uh, get a new one. This one's useless. Just in time for Christmas, boys and girls. Because it will take me seven business days to get my card. Now, it was sent yesterday. Today is the 18th. As I'm recording this. So yesterday was sent. So one, two, three, four, five. Dude, I'm going to get this thing <laughs> like December 31st or, you know, of course, after New Year's. You know what I mean? It's like, let's say I wanted to use my credit card to buy uh, Christmas gifts. I would be fucked. This person, which is not the case. I don't really need my credit card. Because I'm rolling in dough. <laughs> Not really. I have a, I, I saved a little tiny... You know, the kids aren't going to have a fancy Christmas, alright? And God damn it, they don't deserve to have one. Spoiled fucking kids. They get everything they ever want. They've got uh, a couple of grandparents that take care of that for them. It's out of my hands. So, uh, yeah, I'll have enough for uh, to get them. But what if I didn't? 
All right, you motherfucker. I'm saying fuck you to the person that stole my goddamn number. I don't even know how they got it. The only thing I used it for recently was to get gas and uh, to pay for my stupid traffic school online. That's probably where it happened. Fucking online shit. You know, fuck you online stuff where you got to buy stuff. All right. I know that there's some, some scams and shit going on there. All right. Fuck you people that are taking advantage of other people. Okay. So close to Christmas time. But James, what if they're doing it because they had to get Christmas food for Christmas dinner? What if they need Christmas gifts for their family and you're providing that for them? Oh boy, you're turning it around on me. You know what? In that case, ah man. In that case, I really can't be mad at them. All right. Can you really imprison a man for stealing food to feed his starving family? Ah, the hell with it. Fuck you anyway. All right. Okay. I know times are tough. Just don't take from me. Take from other people. All right. <laughs> so, uh, fuck you to Steve Harvey, for one. And fuck you to people that, uh... Whatever, dude. The person that stole my goddamn number. You know who you are. You're not hearing this right now, but... Fuck you anyway. All right. Pay it forward. Whatever that is. Something bad will happen to you. Karma. Yeah. That's gonna happen. All right, and to all of you, especially Steve Harvey, I say, fuck you. Fuck you! Oh, all right. Hey, it's been fun. It's been a Christmas miracle! But uh, thank you for joining me. If you listen to a lot of this rambling, uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you want from me? I just don't know anymore. Hope you liked my intro song. My acapella intro song with my uh, one take. That's right. All that was one take. I'm 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 just I'm filled with the Christmas spirit tonight, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, thank you all again, and uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, uh, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Festivus. But James, I thought you said you're just gonna stick with Christmas in this country, and everyone else can kiss off. I did say that, didn't I? Whatever. Happy anything you do. Okay? I don't give a shit. As long as you are not hurting nobody and you're having a good time, enjoy your friends and your family, everybody. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to... You won't hear from me again until uh, the end of this year. I'm going to take the next week off, I think. Well, we're going to record... We're hoping to record the 27th, so... This is your goddamn Christmas show. And it's going to have to tide you over until then. All right? All right? All right. All right, so be careful. Uh, try not to uh, try not to do anything stupid. <laughs> All right, be careful out there. Be safe. Uh, enjoy your family. Hug your fucking kids. You know all that whole thing. And I heard him say, as he rode out of sight, "Stay dangerous, my friends." <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, Neil Diamond.
Boy.